surprisingly <laughs> only has a, a 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb from 426 <sighs> people. Ugh, tasteless wow. swines. Wow. You can people go really, your really, own way. Go your own way. Is that go your own way? Tuka and Birdie were they? Do you know what uncancelled means? Have you ever thought about what happened to those TV shows that were advertised every single week until their plug was ultimately pulled? Well, we have. Welcome to the show that's bringing Dead TV back from the grave. We review pilot and finale episodes of television series that disappeared as quickly as they debuted. Maybe we will like the show enough to want to bring life back into its corpse, or maybe it's better left dead. Will we leave it in the trash, or will we give it a second pass? Either way, this is Uncancelled, giving trash TV the chance it never deserved. It's another episode of Uncancelled. This time joining me is guest Cyrus. We are reviewing the Netflix original series, Tuca and Birdie. The story of two 30-year-old bird women who live in the same apartment building. It's animated. It would be creepier if they don't say that it's animated. It'd be a lot creepier if it wasn't. Very <laughs> creepy. <laughs> this was outrageous and hilarious. I didn't expect it to be this funny. I actually really enjoyed it. I saw it and it was animated, so I kind of like expected humor to be in the show, but the humor that was actually like portrayed, it made me laugh in a really good in a real long time, so I really enjoyed it. Yeah, like genuine laughter. There's been a couple of series I've watched during this podcast that have made me laugh like that. But this one was special. Episode one is called The Sugar Bowl. First episode. It's the end of an era as Bertie's boyfriend moves in and her best friend Tuca moves out into the apartment right above her. So Bertie's boyfriend, Speckle, the Robin, they're like human birds. They're not like birds. They're not animated birds. They're like animated human birds. And so, just this big, fat kind of robin with, like, a red ginger chest. <laughs> and Birdie is... Birdie and Tuka, I don't know. They're, just the fact that they gave them tits just is kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> I, did, I, I did find that to be, like, a bit bizarre. And they're, like, so mis-fucking... These nasty titties. <laughs> I mean, I just thought to myself, I get that, like, I get it. It's for a mature audience, but was, like... Over-sexualizing the birds, was that really all that necessary? Like, I mean, come on. Yeah, it was a little strange, I mean, to say the least. I mean, they're birds. I mean, it's like, what's so, like, sexy about birds? You know what I mean? They could be exotic, but not, like, sexy. You get me? Yeah, there can be, I don't know, hummingbirds. They sing beautiful songs in the morning. Waking up to the birds chirping? I don't know if that's sexy. I'm um, talking about yeah. more, like, physically appealing. Like, other... Physic- 
Like, I mean, besides the arousing, yes, yes, that's what I'm, yeah, yeah, there's nothing really arousing about about birds. I mean, birds could be like exotic looking, I mean, so it's like, yeah, look at the flashy, fancy colors and all that's one thing that I do get, but like the um, yeah, arousal, arousal, and you just getting turned on, it's like, oh, look at that sexy bird, yeah, that's a little stretch. It was a bit much, I guess. Their bellies are like also, I guess that's how birds are shaped. They're kind of fat. It's very... They have very, very weird bodies. <laughs> yeah. It's very odd. So, but it works. It works. This episode, Tuka... Yeah, so Tuka has to move out from Brody's apartment because her boyfriend Speckle is moving in. She comes to visit to grab the last of her things, and Brody kind of confides in her. From what we've just seen in the episode is that Brody and Speckle are having a bit of a, an issue uh, meshing... Speckle's having difficulty finding places to put his things because Bodie kind of has stuff everywhere and there's no room for him, seemingly. So when Tuka comes back to grab the last of her things, Bertie confides that they kind of have a bit of a... Uh, there's a bit of a instant problem with the new fold and their relationship. And during that, Tuka doesn't end up grabbing the last of her stuff, but she does end up asking to borrow some sugar. Yes. Which, which, Birdie then gives her Speckles sugar bowl, which turns out that it Speckles' was, it was relatives a, yeah. are, when they die, they're cremated and mixed in with different spices and herbs. So, his grandma's ashes were in the sugar bowl with the sugar. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the part I actually did find hilarious, and I just felt it like was. it was a drastic turn. So you think that's like something like a bowl of sugar would not, you wouldn't find something so sacred or tre- or something that someone would treasure, like ashes of a dead relative. That's just such a drastic turn. Even by watching it, I kind of had a feeling that there was going to be something serious with like that sugar bowl. But I was just, like, blown away with seriousness of what's in the bowl. So I was just like, yeah, oh, the, uh, the drastic. That's actually, like, serious. <laughs> yeah, it was very drastic. It was very... Uh, this show has a bit of a... It exaggerates. It kind of is a send-up of, of, I guess, people's sort of... How would you say? It's It takes, like, the quirks of people... And really exaggerates them. So, you know, everyone has their things that are very sentimental to them. That are kind of absurd. It's like, why do you care about this little... I don't know, say it's a a race car you had since you were three years old. And you still have it when you're 33 or something like that. Yeah, I, I, I do have things like that myself, so... Yeah, exactly. And then this was like a send-up of that where it's just, there's always an attachment to things because it's like, this means that. And now the sugar bowl means so much to him that it actually has his grandmother's ashes in it because she's mixed with sugar instead of just, I mean, a lot of people will just spread ashes or, you know, there's cemeteries and stuff, but this is really a mix of dramaticness. So hijinks ensue. Obviously, Speckle is over the insane about having lost his room. Mom, I'm in the middle of something. Can it wait? Sorry, go ahead. 
could still hear my mom was trying to call for me for something. It's all good. We all get pulled away from things. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so Speckle, of course, is over beside himself about the Sugar Bowl being gone. Probably not as much as he should be, but like, about as much as the character is. He's sort of, like, mildly disappointed. Right. Like, I need that. I mean, that I'm... That has my grandma. I mean, I'm surprised he wasn't as, like... like he Animated? Like, <laughs> that wasn't what I was going to say. I was going to say I'm surprised that he did, like, make it into, like, a grander big deal than the writers made him out to be. And yeah. Because honestly... Because honestly, like... A normal person probably would be like losing their shit and like flipping tables and going ballistic almost. Yeah, he's a very uh, kind of zen like individual where he doesn't get too emotional. He has emotions. But he, yeah, um, but he's not but like he's, emotionless. Yeah, he's not over the top emotional. Certainly, he's in check with himself enough to just be like that. <laughs> Listen, I know you didn't know that, but my sugar bowl has. I mean, how? I mean, how? How would you supposed to know that? Because it's just like I would just think like a sugar bowl is just full of sugar. Yeah, I would never put. Yeah. Oh, and um. And it does have sugar in it. But it also has ashes. Yeah. So, Birdie, of course, immediately goes freeze right here, and (laughs) (laughs) that's funny. Speckle remains frozen for the rest of the episode. Yes, yes. Oh my god. Oh, Oh, I really liked at the beginning where um, where Tuka was like, there's this like little panda. He like took this guy's ice cream, and then Tuka like. Ate it, ate it, ate the stolen guy's ice cream from the bully. Yeah, and then she, yeah, and then Tuka said something along these lines, saying like, "Um, you don't deserve anything in this world," or somewhere, somewhere along those lines. And then, like later within that episode, it was then called back. I love a good callback, and that I, I actually thought yes. that was great. I did like that. Yeah, I believe in the beginning it was the, the nephew of the baker that we yes, yes. meet again. Yeah. So we're about to get to that. So, so Tuca it turns out when Birdie goes to go get the sugar back, Tuca's then lent it to the neighbor, and <laughs> and this neighbor is a plant, like a massive eight foot tall plant <laughs> lady. Yeah, who doesn't look like she has a mouth. <laughs> and then possibly the most hilarious scene where she's like, "Hey, can I get that sugar back?" And so she lets them into. Her apartment, and it's filled with turtles. <laughs> like little turtle slaves. That is just kind of like little turtle workers. Yeah. Not little tur- like actual turtles who are just have seemingly everything in her house on their backs. Like each one has a different item. Like it's a picture, it's a, uh, a glass of milk. It's. <laughs> You know, it's a. Uh, I just. I don't know yeah. a sex toy. <laughs> I just think that kind of like embodied like the plant's character because like normally like if we just see plants as just as they are, they just are just so chill. They don't literally like talk or move around a lot, but there are living beings, and plants are literally just the kind of living organisms that just like to just hang there. They 
feed off of the sun, they feed off of the water and the air and the soil and their in their environment. And I just think like that character of the plant like really just like full on just embraces that, but it also embraces more of the um I would say like human element, well but it kinda acts like a human, but it more so portrays more living element. You you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's very zen. It's like if a plant came it's, to it's life. It's very nonchalant. And it it's was just very, Yeah. It just takes things as it comes. The human form of a plant, really. It takes the human form of a plant. It's not as if it's uh, you know, the the monstrous plant from Little Shop of Horrors that eats everything. <laughs> It's not a monstrous, crazy monster of a plant that's now destroying everything. No, it's just a chill, tall... It's kind of like if how I imagine a palm tree, if a palm tree could, like, walk and move around. So they're, they're looking for the sugar, and they can't find it on any of the turtles. And then they see that the window is open, and Tuka rushes out the window, but she knocks over the turtle with the sugar bowl... And it drops down the eaves trough onto the sidewalk and below. And they're about a few stories up, so then they have to race down to get it. And as they're leaving, the plant lady rips off her top, which I didn't really get, but was hilarious. I mean, I was... She's got these naked breasts. I mean, I didn't really get that part either, but, I mean, I guess they're trying to add, like, um, humor to the show. I mean, it is funny, but it... But just, there was just, like, some parts of the show that I just kind of yeah. were very questionable, and that was one of them. Because why did we need to see a plant that has tits? Let's be real. Like, yeah, I don't know. We need to see that. I think it was kind of funny, though. I thought maybe it was a, it was maybe a send-up of, of some movie that one of the creators saw or like that. I say it was um, or maybe to an extent, but I was really thrown off and confused by it. Yeah, it caught me a little off guard, but thinking back, I was also confused. I think they were going for that it was just the idea that the plant person is just so chill and laid back that she just rips off her top and lights up a cigarette as if nobody's there, even though there's two strangers in the apartment with her. Yeah, yeah. I just think the plant's attitude is just, like, very nonchalant, and the plant just overall just doesn't, yeah. just doesn't give a fuck, really, so... Yeah, the plant gives no fucks. The plant is super zen, chill. Probably does yoga. I don't know. Probably. It would have been the funny if it started, <laughs> right. like, watering itself. <laughs> just watering itself with a big watering I mean, can actually, dumping over the top of itself. That actually would be funny. I will say. Maybe it happens in, a, in an episode that we didn't get to see. Anyway, so then, we touched on in the beginning, the nephew then returns. As they make it to the sidewalk, he grabs the turtle with, or he grabs the sugar bowl off the turtle and runs away with it. And goes, they go, hey, come back. We, that belongs to us. And he's like, no, nothing belongs to no one. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, sad yeah, but that's... true. Yeah, that's what I really liked. I really liked that callback. It's like that was I feel like that was a very effective callback. Um and I don't Rise. feel like that they do callbacks like they do callbacks often, but I don't feel like that they do callbacks often that are effective. This was one of those cases where those callbacks were effective. 
Absolutely, yeah. It made me chuckle. Um, <laughs> a sad life lesson, but true. Uh, yeah. Eventually, they track back the baker's nephew to the bakery, where yeah. uh, Tuka oh, then rips him a new one. The one, the one part I don't get is where there was like not really a cutscene, but there was a scene where the turtle was already downstairs outside in the um outside, and then Tuka and Birdie were in the apartment. They were somewhere like up on the third or fourth floor, and just one minute. They were up there, upstairs, turtles downstairs, and then by the time they got downstairs, it's like the turtle just, like, amped up some, like, super sonic speed, and there's just, like, from point A to B in, like, split seconds, where we all know turtles move slow as fuck. Yeah. Well, turtles are actually, some turtles are fast. I had a turtle, it was fast. But they, they slow down with age. Yeah, so they, they trace him back. To the bakery, where he's like, no. And they try to say that the sugar is theirs, to which the baker that is the uncle says, oh, my nephew said he found this free sugar out in the middle of a public street. (laughs) Like, no, it's ours. And the nephew's like, no, it's not. Whatever. And then Tuka rips him a new one, just starts just ripping into how much of a little shit he is. Right in front of the uncle. She was amazing. That was one of the best parts. And then they get kicked out. Wait, did, didn't they have that to, like, was do, hilarious. like, a, or didn't Birdie had to, like, do, like, a bake-off to, like, get the sugar back? Or, or was that, like, in another episode? No, that's a later episode. Okay. That's the, the final episode, which we should jump yeah. into. Because I yeah. think we've said all that needs to be said. What is your rating? Of the first episode. When you give it out of 10. Overall rate. 1 to 10. Honestly. I was kind of like blown away. I was. I thought I found it to be a lot more funnier. And humorous than I expected it coming in. So. My rating is a. 8.5. Out of 10. Yeah. I had the same. Yeah. There were lots of laughs. I mean. It's obviously a ridiculous show. But like the animated. Uh, aspect of it it makes it more there's more to do and it's just more fun right the writers were actually really clever like with like the script and like how comedic that the characters were portrayed so i was honestly i felt like that gave me like big points that's why i rated as high as it did like the writing of the show was actually amazing and i was just like oh my god like that's awesome the writing was very tight yeah, this surprisingly mm-hmm. only has a, a 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb from 426 people. Tasteless wow. swines. Last episode. The final episode is called Sweet Beak, which is what you were talking about. This has an 8.3 out of 10. Tuka thinks about calling her sister on molting day. And Birdie thinks about opening her own bakery. It was the Christmas episode Tuka and Birdie style, kind of within their world. It was a spin on Christmas. It wasn't quite... It was like their own version of Christmas. I didn't love this as much as the first episode. At least up until the, the baking business started booming, and then it became probably the best out of any of the two episodes. This was probably the best. 
It was thrilling and hysterical. Just, uh, the, it was just an onslaught. And it, it just uh, nonstop laughs and, and fun and absurdity. It really sticks to its own world and it nails it. It doesn't try to go outside any ideas. What did you think of this final episode? That there was like a build up, but then when it got there, it was just like all for nothing, and they just like kind of like slaughtered it and they just like threw it all away. Yeah, I think that was the idea that it was very, uh, it led to nothing. It was very anticlimactic because that's kind of anxiety is making a big deal out of nothing, right? It ends up being nothing, and you saw the anticipation and the the nervousness and the excitement and then you finally it's not accurate to reality because she made a big stink about this phone call that was really nothing she's like oh they didn't call me they forgot to call me uh blah 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 blah, blah. she finally gets a hold of her sister and her sister's like yeah her aunt's in the hospital so i forgot to call you she got hit in the face by a bird <laughs> so that was a theme of the episode, and there was also the baker, the bake-off, as you talked about, where she's being stonewalled by the baker when Birdie I think gets, yeah. yeah, And then Birdie gets laid later on. Yeah, that is that is sorry. Um, the Bake Off was probably like the like the climax of the episode. I mean, I felt like that was, like, probably the only thing that propelled it going, as well as, um, Tuka wanting to hear for her sister, but at the same time, like, she doesn't really give a fuck if she does or she doesn't, so, but I definitely felt like that birdie side of the story, like, because in this episode, there were kind of, like, two protagonists that had, like, two different stories, but I felt like that Bernie's story was a bit more stronger than, um, Tuka's, because at least with that story, it, it wasn't anticlimactic, it wasn't just, like, you reach the top and then you get is nothing, you got something out of it with, um, Bernie's case. Tuka, you didn't really get that, or you didn't get that at all. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, yeah, you talked about the, the, the bake-off to get the sugar bowl back, yeah, you were right about that. Yeah, that was the first episode. They had to have a bake-off. Tuka judged it, which was maybe a bit of a biasness. Obviously, warning it to Birdie. But the the baker uh, did taste Birdie's croissants, and they were spectacular. They were perfect. They were almost yeah. French. So then he offers her a job at the end of the first episode. Yep. And so then at the final episode, Birdie's trying to start her own bake baking business which is being blocked by the baker because it's his territory so they're being stonewalled for most of the episode until Bertie confronts the baker about him doing that and he says i made you yes. you're nothing without me and i will make sure that you remain right. nothing mm-hmm. tuka videotapes it it gets sent yeah, to everyone it, like it wildfire literally just went viral and i feel like like that was like a very strong part of the episode and I also did, like, the end where Tuka and Birdie, where they were, like, flying on the hawk and they were doing deliveries, like, on the other side of town. And then, like, the hawk shat <laughs> on the freaking baker. And I was like, oh, my God, that's freaking yeah. awesome. That's, like, sweet karmatic justice, so. 
Yes, the hawk shits on the baker after he said, "I'd rather be shit on by a, or, or I'd rather have a giant hawk I mean, shit in my mouth." Yeah, yeah. As I said, that's another sort of um, send up of people's quirks. They exaggerate. They have weird things, much like the sugar bowl uh, with the ashes. This is another sort of uh, where he has a. Uh, exaggerative expression, a figure of speech, which becomes reality. And that's just part of the human condition that they really send up on this show. They do an excellent job of that. The rating for this, I gave it, I didn't like it as much as the first one. Yeah, neither, yeah, neither did I. So overall rate one to 10. That video takes, when the video takes off of the baker insulting Birdie and basically admitting to uh, stonewalling her, that's where the episode really picks up and kicks yeah, off. Yeah, that was like... But it takes a while to yeah, get there. Yeah, that was like really late within the episode. So honestly, I'm going to give this it, a low one. Yeah. Uh, it was a six out of, 6 out of 10 for me. Really? Oh, okay. I gave it a, a seven and a half. I can see how you gave it a six. It was probably around a six for me. Um, and then really the last where it picked up, it really picked up and it really, you know, it took a long time. And like you said, it was kind of a, uh, where it almost had no time to really get anything going. But in my opinion, it did. The last five minutes was the best of both episodes that I saw. Uh, overall, yeah, though, it didn't. The first episode is a better episode. Uh, the best scene. Best scene. Definitely what you touched on where at the beginning in the park, the sequence between the nephew and Birdie, there's a back and forth. He's being bullied and he's like, the victim, and he's like, oh, screw you, screw you, screw you. Kind of all pouty, and then he gets the upper hand, and he's all happy again, and it's like, yeah, it's fun again to bully people or whatever. It's very, uh, it's a social commentary, for sure. There's a lot of underlying social commentary in this. The worst scene. Worst scene. I think we'd agree that the oddness of the plant lady having tits, having breasts. Yeah. I, weird. Yeah, I think that was weird. And then she lights up a cigarette and has a mouth suddenly, which we didn't know about. It was pretty hilarious. Uh, really. So I see you later. Would you watch Heck the yes. 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 Yeah, me too. Me too. Agreed. And the final question is... Would you uncancel it? And turns out that the list is a bit outdated because this has actually been picked up and a second season put out by Cartoon Network. So there is two seasons, and I think there's a third to be made. That's awesome. Yeah, this is the first on the list that has actually been uncancelled. It's really... Uh, fantastic. So go check out Tuka Birdie. 
Uncancelled. So uncancelled, it's a crumb. Ain't no more gonna die. Throw some hers and ours in there. What's your hurry? What's your hurry? What's your hurry? What's